When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listen to the Conway Street Podcast. What's up, Celtics fans? And welcome to a very special episode of the Causeway Street Podcast as we preview the Celtics playoff series against the Atlanta Hawks. Yes, yes, I know. Woo! Get pumped up, Ducha. Yes. Joel, get pumped up. Oh, I'm pumped. It's I'm officially pumped. playoff season. The ready bracket is set. We're going live, baby. The Hell Celtics yeah. are ready to kick off their series <laughs> in Atlanta this weekend. We're going live. Huge show for everything, the Cosmic Podcast. Everything is falling into place except the friggin' Celtics playoff seed, seems like this. Yeah, days. yeah. I didn't, I mean, we were arguing about the third and fourth seed, but who would have thought that they would slip down to the fifth? No, we were afraid they were going to fall down to sixth, assuming that the Hawks were going to win and be the third seed, and it still ended up being that way anyways. Yeah. yeah. So, thanks, Atlanta. Yeah, thanks. No, thanks, Washington. No, Showing up it, for one game. It's Actually, more Atlanta. all their scrubs. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Atlanta thanks, played, Atlanta. Atlanta played, like, like, they didn't give a shit. I think Atlanta thinks they can beat us. I think that's why they fell down. Which, yeah. rude awakening. Let's go. Yeah. Well, either way, I mean, it is what it is. The Celtics going to be in a, a tough series. I think we can say that. Whether they win or lose, I think it's going to be a close one. It's not going to be a 4-5 uh, or, or maybe maybe not even be a six-game series. But either way, I think we're in for a great matchup between these two teams. So we'll be breaking down that series. We'll check in with uh, ESPN Radio's Chris Villani. He'll join us to weigh in on the matchup between the Celtics and the Hawks. All right, buddy. That's our buddy, Mr. Villani. It's always fun to talk <laughs> sports with him, friend, man. Isn't he? He's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, oh, we'll take our trip right. around the uh, NBA the day after what I'm calling the greatest night NBA regular season history. <sighs> what a night. I don't even have to tell you guys what happened last night, but you know we'll get into that. And, of course, some other things that Joel has on tap ready for his segment and uh, with uh, in case you missed it. So uh, we'll, 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 we'll get into that at the very end of this podcast but fellas so last night i mean talk about the most dramatic victory of the season for the celtics a 26 point comeback a historic night a historic third quarter collapse by you know by the hands of the celtics and a complete turnaround of course throughout that second half where the celtics were able to to crawl back out of that 26 point hole and come out with the victory but it of course meant nothing in terms of the uh, NBA standings, of, as of, uh, like we talked about, you know, the Southern going into the playoffs as the fifth seed. You gotta love the irony of that. The, the biggest comeback in the in the league this season, right? On the last night of the, the regular the season, very last night of the season, the biggest comeback of the season, twenty six points. The Garden was rocking with all That's the legends, right. right? In front of in front of Celtics legends. I yep. mean, Heitzen, Bill Russell, McHale, Walton, even, Walton. Even even Danny was getting a little chippy there. Danny, Danny was Andrew was screaming at the referees. Love last it. Night. Love it. Amazing. And getting all up in everyone's, uh, get, telling everyone to get back when that little skirmish was happening. Oh, hell yeah. Took the ball and said, get back. He's like, like, ain't nobody getting suspended yeah, before the playoffs. the playoffs. <laughs> amazing, like, amazing game, guys. Yeah. So, fellas, how huge is this momentum-wise for the Celtics going into uh, this Atlantic series? Gigantic. Oh. Well, I mean, it's, it's. I they, think for them it's kind of bittersweet. They won't admit that. But if you saw Evan Turner's interview yes. at the end of the game, his face 
was like, what the hell? When they when, found out that it was yeah, a when scene. they were like, oh, damn you it, Abby. I know Abby. Abby's <laughs> all excited. Oh, you guys finished the fist scene, and Evan Turner's like, with his face like, are you kidding me, Abby? Like, like, I don't, wanna, I don't want to talk to you right now. Like, but I think it goes with their whole attitude of the season. You know, with our backs against the wall, we kind of did it to ourselves towards the end. We stumbled towards the finish line. That's but what it was. They stumbled towards the finish line, but then sprinted and got like fifth yeah. place. Like everyone to think about it that way. They're they're in third place. They stumbled. You gotta. You, we looked at those three games. And we said these he, the Celtics can win these three games, and you're in the third seed. You're contr- you're avoiding the Cavs in the second round. You're getting the least of the. I mean, think about that. They would be playing the Hornets, mm-hmm. and then they would be getting the winner of the Raptors and Pacers. That would yeah, be that's the ideal situation. Ideal, yeah. Yeah. and they and they drop the ball. So yeah, now good. you are faced with a. To, you know, last night's great. Last night's game was great. I mean, the second, the third quarter was probably the most entertaining. You know, as a Celtics fan, yeah, most entertaining like run of basketball they've had all year. Um, you know, outside of the Golden State Warriors game, but it, it sucks the way it played out, right? It sucks because you went from you all have to do is win your last three games or even two out of the three games. You're probably you, if they won two out of the three games, if they had beaten the Hawks, if they lost just, to the Hornets, if they had and then beat the Heat, yeah. they would be the third seed still. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's it. So but it's it's almost it's almost it's almost like a consolation prize. It really is. Well, I don't even know consolation prize. Consolation prizes are usually still like all right, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, no, but no, because they're in the playoffs, right? You know, they fought for home court, right? There's great Western road trip, but then they lost to this stu- stupid new tiebreaker bull crap that yeah. means two things and one thing and yeah. five things at the same I don't know. I, I liked it better when they just had the divisions winners yeah. just go top three. Then you would have known going into this, you would have known, okay, we're probably gonna be in the put the uh sixty. Well look at well look at the fact that four teams finished with the, the exact identical records. Crazy. I've never seen that ever. No and I, don't, and I don't know if that's ever happened. Who knows? All right, so we'll get back into preview the uh previewing the series. But joining us now is our guest of the hour. He's from ESPN Radio. His name is Chris Villani. He's been on the show before. Chris, it's been a while, man. What's going on, man? Welcome back to Causeway Street. Hey, guys. Uh, good to be back. Thanks for having me. So the last time we talked to Villani was at the beginning of the season. We had huge projections for the Celtics. And I guess it's fair to say that we pretty much matched our uh, our predictions in terms of where the Celtics would, would fall in the uh, playoff scenario of the Eastern Conference. Of course, Villani, as we got closer to the uh, playoffs, the three seed was a possibility. The fourth seemed like to be a reality. But now as the Celtics head into the playoffs as the fifth seed, what are your thoughts going into the series at Atlanta? And how important do you think home court advantage is for this young Celtics team? Well, I think it is pretty important, especially when you look at just the regular season matchups, uh, you know, between these two teams. And Atlanta, uh, let's face it, fared pretty well, uh, both on the road and at home. But the five seed, I think obviously was the worst possible, uh, scenario for the Celtics. I, I like the five seed, honestly, less than I like the six seed, which was, uh, in play for a little while there, but it, it, it just puts you in a position where not only are you on the road, but also you have Cleveland in the second round. So if you project ahead, and I do think the Celtics can win this series, uh, but you kind of project ahead there, and you look at LeBron and the Cavs and the top seed likely uh, for that second round. So that's a little bit frustrating from the from the Celtics' perspective. But uh, you know they have nobody to blame but themselves. Obviously, with three straight losses uh, down the stretch before that uh, comeback against Miami. It's a little bit frustrating, but at the same time, I mean, on balance, I don't think you can be terribly disappointed with the way this team performed this year. They were, I think, right about where our expectations were. You know, a high 40s win team uh, that was, 
at least, you know, I thought they would be top half of the Eastern Conference playoff field, but let's face it, they were pretty damn close to it. I mean, it was such a log jam uh, with the, you know, the three, four, five seeds. They, they were basically a, a borderline top half team. So finished about where uh, I expected they would. The actual seed and the way things fall, certainly not ideal. Is Isaiah Thomas' health a concern for you right now? Because we know, obviously, how important he's been for this team the entire season. A guy who, after scoring 20-plus points for 18 straight games, is now seems like he's in a bit of a funk ever since he uh, tweaked his hand not too long ago. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a concern. I mean, we see how much he means to uh, to this team. And, and the Celtics, uh, let's say, if they lose this year, even as a road team, even, you know, being the lower seed, I guess, uh, Texas, I haven't seen any Vegas odds, but you have to figure, you know, as the underdog, if they lose this year, it's a massive disappointment. It, it's a huge disappointment for uh, what you wanted to see in terms of building something and, and taking that proverbial step forward. So, uh, yeah, you want to be, obviously, having everybody healthy at this point of the season, but especially guys that that important to the way they play, to their system, to their style, uh, to not have that, uh, well, I wouldn't say not have that, but potentially not have that at 100%, uh, is, is a big concern because I do think this is a hugely important series for this team in terms of uh, trying to make this more of an attractive destination for that free agent, that restricted free agent, uh, somebody that you might be looking to go out and get in the offseason as a piece to sell them on the idea that, hey, we're building something in Boston. Look at this, you know, the conference semifinals this year after making postseason last year, and now if we add new free agent X, Y, or Z, uh, we take that next step forward to being a true championship contender. I, I really think they're going to win this series. I, I think it is very, very important in terms of trying to, uh, you know, let's say, sell what historically has been uh, not an attractive um, free agent destination to, to whomever might be out there. Hey, Chris, this is Joel. How you doing? Hey, bud. Doing well. Hey. So you just you just said that the, the you believe the Celtics are going to win this series. So what do you think is going to be the outcome? Celtics in five, four. What do you think? Well, I, I do think the Celtics should win this series. I don't know if they're going to win it that quickly. I think it's the potential to be a deep series. I mean, they they lost the regular season series against Atlanta, so um, you know they're going to have to perform better than that. I think they have the ability to win it. I think they they honestly should win it, but I don't think this is a quick series. I think they've got to go deep. I think we'll find out a little bit too about Brad Stevens. You know, last year was not a fair test of Brad Stevens as a playoff coach, as a guy making adjustments uh, mid-series because, let's face it, they were overmatched and outgunned, and uh, nobody was going to be able to save them from uh, an inevitable fate in the first round last year against Cleveland. This year is a more even matchup. This year, uh, you start to see a little bit of, of, of Brad Stevens. Okay, he's developed guys. He certainly did something here. But can he be uh, that coach that can that can win in the postseason for you? We've seen other coaches, you know, I think somebody like Tom Thibodeau, uh, not exactly show that type of uh, that type of mentality, even with winning games in the regular season. So, you know, I'm I'm hopeful uh, that they can win, but I don't think this is going to be a quick four or five game series. Okay, so it's going the distance. Uh, that's that's pretty much what what I what I would I would say, and especially after they lost to the uh, the Hawks on Saturday, and pretty much you know the other. Three losses during the, during the season. So, who's your X factor in this series? Well, I, to me, and this is kind of a an obvious answer, and usually, you know, an X factor maybe a little bit deeper, but it starts and finishes with Thomas uh, for me. Um, you know, they've got to be able to run things through him. They've got to be able to, uh, you know, have him perform at the All Star caliber that he has throughout the course of the year. 
they don't have a superstar in this team, right? I mean, we know that. And, and they, they've run a good system. They've run uh, an exciting brand of basketball that's been fun to watch. But the fact is, if they're going to do anything, uh, they've got to rely on the guy that since he stepped on the floor has been the guy through which he's run. So, um, to me, he's got to have a big series here. I mean, when it comes down to it, the NBA, more often than not, your stars are the ones that carry you at, at points in the postseason. We can all remember, um, you know, whether it's a guy like Robert Ory or, or whoever, uh, even think of the, you know, the Celtics championship run. Uh, you think of, uh, like a James Posey or Jason Terry when the Mavericks won. There's always that, that role player that can help you win a championship. But when you're looking at a two month grind of the NBA postseason, it's an extension of the regular season. Your star has got to be the one to carry. I mean, if, if LeBron, uh, falters badly in a conference final, Cleveland certainly vulnerable. I mean, they're good enough to, to get through the first couple of rounds. But if falters badly, uh, they're, they're definitely vulnerable. If Steph Curry doesn't play well, uh, and, and the Warriors are playing the Spurs, they're done. And the 73 wins doesn't mean all that much. So, your star is going to be the one to drive you. The NBA is always a star-driven league, and, and I don't think that changes here. What's going on, Chris? This is Dutra. Um, so, so I know, I know you said star-driven league and everything, but you know, when you're looking at this Hawks team, they sort of don't have. I mean, they got Paul Millsap, they have Al Horford, Jeff Teague. You know, they've been all stars before, but there's a lot of a lot of players on the Hawks that I think could have a, a pretty big, um, you know, effect on this series. So I, I'm wondering, who do you think outside of the big three that they have, who's going to be that thorn in the side of the Celtics this year, uh, this this playoff uh, series? Well, I mean, they're, they're, look, they're, those guys that typically put up big numbers when Celtics have played them throughout the uh, throughout these regular season matchups. Millsap especially, uh, not just against Celtics, he's had big numbers against, uh, it seems like, everybody the the last couple of months. Uh, they've got better depth. They've got a better bench than they've had in the past. It's not saying a lot. They haven't really been a deep team over the past few years. You know, as far as a particular guy, it's really hard to say, to be perfectly honest. It's going to depend on the way the Celtics, um, the way the Celtics guard. And, and how their their stars play. I'll tell you though, I, I like a team with you know three guys that are, are legitimate scoring options, um, and and you know have the potential to to beat you on any given night. That's what makes Atlanta tough. Now, like I said, I do think the Celtics can be a good matchup and a tough matchup for them. You know, as far as one particular guy, it, it, it's honestly it's hard to uh, it's hard to pick one outside of those three because if you ask me who's going to win this series for Atlanta, somebody like that, it'd probably be Millsap, be the first guy I'd go to would be the, the the person I would pick. I mean, that's what makes these unsung heroes kind of fun. I mean, they, they kind of pop out of nowhere. And, you know, who had Jason Terry out playing LeBron in the in the finals between, uh, uh, you know, when he was in Cleveland and, and, and playing Dallas. So that's, uh, that's the kind of thing that makes the NBA playoff a lot of fun. All right, Bellani. So last night, of course, was probably, well, if you're asking me, I think the greatest night in NBA history in terms of the regular season. So i got to ask you, man, what are your thoughts on the uh, Warriors breaking the single-season record? And uh, what do you think that says about them going into the playoffs? Oh, it was fantastic. I mean, it was good to see them uh, finish it off. I mean, this has been uh, an immensely, uh, you know, fun ride to watch. They don't just win, but they, they win and they really make you enjoy the way they play. Even the games they've been down. I mean, you think about some of these, uh, you know, some of these games they played, uh, whether it's the Memphis, the first Memphis game, not last night, but one a couple of nights ago, um, you know, playing uh, on the road, uh, or actually, you know, playing at home in Phoenix. That game was at home. Uh, when they were down double digits, I don't want to say 15 points or something in the fourth quarter, and then Steph Curry just basically decides, nah, nah, sorry guys, we, we ain't losing tonight. Uh, <laughs> that, you know, that, that's made them a, a real joy to watch. Uh, they've got to win the championship, and that's obvious. If you want to be considered 
uh, among your greatest teams of all time. If you want to get in that conversation with the 86 Celtics and the 96 Bulls, you know, win it all. And if they don't do that, then they're the 2007 Patriots. Great team, uh, you know, incredible team, but you didn't win the last one. So uh, I think they've got a very good chance to do it. They're certainly my pick. Um, if they get out of the Western Conference, I, I think the NBA Finals has the potential, even Cleveland, to be a, a walk. You know, LeBron can maybe steal you a game or two, but this is just such a, a, a deep, talented, complete team. It's not just Curry and Thompson. I mean, you look at some of the games that Barnes has had. You look at the way Steve Kerr, too, has been able to um, sort of manage minutes for some of the stars down the stretch, get some of his other guys, some of his depth players, some, some uh, I don't want to say experience, but some time, um, and, and really get them clicking as best he can going into the postseason and still go 73-9. and nine. I mean, it really just speaks to, to how much better this team is than a lot of their competition, probably outside of San Antonio, all of their competition uh, in the uh, in the Western Conference. And, and just on to the Celtics real quick, that game, I know it's one game, but that game also speaks to why the Celtics could be a team that could not only win this series against Atlanta, but at least give Cleveland a little bit more of a problem than, than people might think. I don't care. I don't care if it's one game. You go on the road, go to overtime against that team, and come out and beat them. And to that point, I know Minnesota did after, but to that point, nobody had beaten them uh, on their home floor. That's an incredible accomplishment. That's a team that can just, frankly, nut up and get it done. When you look at all of these other teams that have gotten into trouble and have not been able to handle that one big punch from Golden State in a third or a fourth quarter and hold on to a lead, they handled it. Their game went to overtime. And then they still go out and beat them in an extra session. No team has really been able to go toe to toe with the Warriors at Oracle Arena like that in that type of an atmosphere and that type of a game and come out and win, which is why I, I just, even though they have fared well against in the regular season, I just have a good feeling about the Celtics in this first round playoff series. Right. Well, there's no question this team is not afraid to play on the road. I mean, this is a team that's knocked off the Warriors. They've knocked off the Cavaliers this season. So I don't necessarily think it's. Home court, home court advantage is that big of Oh, yeah, right. They knocked off Oklahoma City, uh, Joel just mentioned. I don't think home court advantage is very important for this team, but I just feel like against a team like Atlanta, you know, if they if they fall two games, if they come home down 0-2, yeah, you start to worry a bit, but this is a team that's, that's in a way, battle-tested, has been through those tough games on the road and has come out victorious. Yeah, I and mean, the way I sum up home court advantage for this particular team, do you need it? No. Do you want it? Yep. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it's as simple as that. You you want home court advantage. You wish you had it. You don't. Can they make do without it? Yeah, I think they can. At least for this series. Um, you know, going beyond that, so you, you're running to Cleveland. Uh, you're running into the you know, second best player in the game right now, and then uh, then that's a different equation. Last question for me, uh, Chris. What do what did you think? Kind of to piggyback on uh, Josue and and the, the historic night that was the regular the last night of the regular season. What do you think about Kobe Bryant's 60-point performance in his last game of his career. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice story. Um, oh, he, hates I, it. Oh, I yeah. actually, he hates it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I, look, put it this way. It was not the biggest story of the night. It was not the biggest story of the night. Golden State winning 73 games was the biggest story of the night. I was actually surprised ESPN didn't cover it as such. It seemed like maybe this is just my very unscientific opinion. Maybe they actually gave more time to the Warriors, but it seemed like the whole night was about farewell to the Mamba and not as much about the 73 wins for um, 
for Golden State. I, I could be wrong about that. But that was just my, my anecdotal observation. Chris, we're all yeah, laughing over here because you, you, you should see Joel's face when you're saying that. He is, he is like flabbergasted right now. <laughs> so, so like all, all season long, it wasn't enough, you know, Golden State coverage that the one oh, night. Yeah. You got him started, night, man. You got him started. The one night well, that. It's not like Kobe was out of the headlines all season long. It was all his last trip here and his last road trip here. And this is the last time that he's going to play LeBron. And they're going to match up against each other. My problem is just changing the game to make it about uh, Kobe, and I know, look, he's an all-time great. He, he's one of, easily one of the ten best players of all time, and, and you can, you know, hash out exactly where he falls, and you take centers out of the equation, and, and he's certainly, uh, you know, in the top five, and I usually pick centers out because it's a different, you know, animal than, than the other positions on the court, but he took 50 shots, and, and you watch the game, how many were they obviously looking to get him the ball? It's an insignificant game. It's like the All Star game. It's like it doesn't matter. It's, so why are people counting like it matters? That's what no, I think but he no, said. It's, it's, no, no. They played like it didn't matter. He had an upstate. I forget who it was. He had an probably Hayward because Hayward was and, playing and his heart he, out. It was probably Hayward. <laughs> well, it, it was ridiculous. I, I, did you guys see that that um, floating around the internet? It's a Darren Ravel playing against somebody. Porzingis. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Porzingis, that's who it is. And, and, and Porzingis does like half a jab step. Like he basically moves slightly. And Ravel acts like he's being trampled by a herd of bison. And that's essentially what, uh, whoever was guarding Kobe in that particular play did on some up fake. Gives him an open look at a three. Like, come on, you were not fooled that bad. It was not that good of a fake. Stuff like that kind of annoys <laughs> well, me. Now, Kobe, all-time sensational player. Unbelievable. You know, you wish that thing in Colorado never happened, but it's on the floor. No doubt, one of the all-time greats. Um, in Colorado, oh, but uh, I, I still, well, yeah, it, it was a nice, nice story. He finished with fifty, great. Uh, the Warriors were the better story that night. I should, I should have, I should have asked. Are you a Kobe fan at all? Are you a fan of him as a basketball player? Oh, love Kobe. Love, <laughs> okay, love all right, Kobe. all right, that's cool. That's, a, that's that's good enough for me. I'm good. He's, he's like a much better version of Pierce. I love watching Pierce play. Oh my god, yeah, you just got you just got sway upset. You know, few guys can create their own shot like uh, like Kobe Bryant can. I mean, Jordan could certainly do it, but you know, Jordan could do everything. And if, and if your only comparison is well, Jordan was better at this, then you know you're talking about one of the greats to ever play the game. Uh, just a stone cold uh, assassin when it came to, to hitting big shots. Um, you know, and a great champion as well. And he showed that he could do it uh, even without Shaq in his prime. Now, certainly, some of the the temperament uh, with Kobe Bryant not exactly. Um, casting him in the best light, but Jordan could be kind of an ornery guy and tough to, to get along with as well and had his own off-court uh, demons. Granted, they were much different than Kobe's, but, you know, the issues with Shaq uh, that probably, I would say, could be cost of, uh, you know, fourth uh, consecutive championship. Um, just the fact that he's always been kind of a standoffish, weird dude, for lack of a better phrase. Uh, you know, those are just uh, parts of it, but I also think those are parts of what made him made him great. I mean, just that, that ability to uh, tune everything else out, everybody be damned. I'm going to get the job done, get the shot, make the play. Um, so no, Kobe is easily, if you take centers out, it's not even a question of the top five players all time. So are you are you going to hate the David Ortiz like little mini, uh, you know, farewell <laughs> tour this year? Jeez, Joel's really um, got so his feelings hurt. Farewell tours. The Yankees ruined it for me. <laughs> yeah. Like Mariano gets the farewell tour, and Jeter's farewell tour. I was at Fenway, Mariano's last game there. It was kind of fun or whatever. The Red Sox pulled out, so Mariano actually didn't even pitching. But, um, yeah, that stuff kind of gets, kind of wears on me after a while. And it becomes a money grab. 
see what some of that, that Kobe memorabilia was going for? Ooh. The, la- it's the, the snakeskin jersey? It's insane. It, yes. It, it turns into a freaking money grab. And it's not just, that's not Kobe's fault. I mean, it, it was the same thing with Jeter. It was the same thing with Mariano. So it's not the player's fault, but it, it just wears on me a little bit. With uh, the Warriors, I, I think Steph Curry is just, for me, more of a fun player to watch. I love guys who can shoot. I mean, that's just a personal preference to me. That's why I like Ray Allen so much, Reggie Miller. I just like guys that step inside half court and boom, they're in range. But I, I just like that Golden State story so much better. I like that team so much better. And let's say that part of what took some of the bite out of this is the fact that the Lakers were flat out terrible this year. Mm. I mean, that, that certainly, um, you know, that, that certainly changed, uh, the, the dynamic of it. If they were playing for a postseason spot or a, you know, postseason, uh, seed or something like that down the stretch, and we're looking at Kobe in the playoffs one more time. But, uh, you know, instead it was uh, obviously a dismal year for them. Chris, we appreciate it, man. Thank you for stopping by, man. Appreciate you coming coming through uh, in the clutch here. Always love talking uh, basketball with you, man. You, you fun fun guy to talk basketball with, man. We always talk about him uh, at WEI, and uh, we'll definitely have you back on soon. Hey, anytime, guys. I really appreciate it. Great job, as always. And uh, we'll talk. Thanks All a lot, right. Chris. Later, Chris. That's Chris Villani. He's uh. You can hear him on uh, ESPN Radio. Also follow him on Twitter at Chris Villani forty four, uh, and uh, we'll we'll certainly check in with him before the uh, NBA playoffs is over. So to piggyback on what Villani said about this matchup, I mean the Celtics do certainly have a chance to beat this team. I don't think they're necessarily doomed against the Hawks, but it's obvious that out of the three teams, out of the Hornets, out of the Hawks, and out of you know the Heat, I think this is the last team you wanted to face. And of course, being that the Celtics are in the fifth seed now. Like Duke just said earlier, their scenario completely changed to having to have have a date with the with the exactly. in the second round. I mean, let's be honest: the Cavs are going to get out of that first round, and you have now, if you are able to knock off the Hawks, you will have a date against the Cavs instead of seeing them in the third round, which would have been ideal. However, I think going into this playoff series, there is a lot of things that need to go well for the Celtics. The last time they faced the Hawks, we know what happened; they were embarrassed. Paul Millsap went off. Things didn't go their way. I think rebounding is huge. Isaiah Thomas's health is a bit of a concern. And I think that when you go into a series like that, where your your best player is in a funk and is trying to get his health back, and you also have one of your key guys in Jay Crowder still trying to get his funk back, someone needs to step up. And if you ask me, guys, that number one guy, in my opinion, is Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley, in my opinion, is so important for this series. He's so important. Offensively, he's your X factor. He's your X factor, absolutely. That that's my guy. I mean, offensively, we've seen what Avery Bradley can do when he gets going. So the Celtics are going to need him to do that. And defensively, we saw what the Hawks backcourt was able to do against the Celtics, whether it was Jeff Teague or whether it was uh, Schroeder, Schroeder, aka Little Rondo. Dude, he he's killed went us off on the Celtics, and he has a tendency to do that. He's absolutely when he's playing the Celtics. Us. Yeah, he's at, he, well, he's absolutely killed us. Every single time we went up against against the Hawks this year, every time. I, I mean, I feel he 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 lives for, he lives to play against the Celtics because I, because of something. because of Rondo. I think that's what it is. It must be the Rondo thing. Because, uh, yeah, he was when he was coming out of the draft a couple years ago. He was touted as the mini Rondo or a little Rondo, like to you know his game is very similar to that. But I also I don't know what it is. I, for some reason, his style of play matches up very well against. Marcus Smart, Avery Bradley, and Isaiah Thomas. Jeff Teague is also another player that really kills us every time we go up against him. But looking at the Hawks as a whole as an opponent in this first round, right? Okay, yeah. They're probably, in the regular season, 
out of the four teams, out of the three teams we've been going up against for the three through six seed, you got the Hawks, you got the Heat, you got the Hornets. The Celtics have struggled the most against who? The Hawks. The Hawks. Easily, right? Yeah, easily. easily. You know they haven't won a game in Atlanta since 2014? Since Brad Stevens' rookie coaching year, they haven't won a game in Atlanta at the Phillips Arena. Shout out to Phillips Lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> Great plug. Shameless plug. Yeah, hey, I could probably get discounts on those tickets if we want to take a road trip down there. But, um, but it's crazy. Like that. Now, now the Celtics needed that game. Like I think we said at the beginning, right? The Celtics needed that win to give them a little confidence. But the way it worked out, now that you're playing, you know, probably the toughest opponent out of the three you could have played, it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough first round series. But I think you got to have a lot of confidence with the way the Celtics rebounded in that first game coming into the round one of the, of the playoffs. Joel, who's your X factor and what needs to go there? What needs to go the Celtics way in this series? What do you think? What's, what's the most important, what's the most important thing for the Celtics to, to get right in these first two games at Atlanta? I'm going to say Evan Turner. Um, for the simple fact that I, I could have guessed that actually, <laughs> I was well. He's the least say, of my concerns. But listen, yeah, but he's no. the least of my worries. I I'll, think he's I'll, gonna. I'll tell you why real quick. You know, Isaiah Thomas can't play the forty-eight minutes. Av Bradley can't play the forty-eight minutes. So that person that comes off your bench, you know, the the Celtics bench is gonna get a little shorter. It's not gonna be nine, ten guys coming off Brad Stevens' bench. Mm-hmm. So who's gonna be your number one guy coming off the bench? I'll the tell six you, man candidate. That's who. You want to know Evan Turner. I'm going a little different on this one. Sean's got that weird look on his face. He's going no. to say someone weird. I, he no. Know, he knows he's Kelly Olynyk. Oh, all right. Okay. Kelly okay. Olynyk right. is my X Factor in this series. He had a good game. He had a great, well, great against game. The Hawks. Uh, a no, good okay. game no, in no, the no, season no, no, finale. No, he's been, he, I feel like ever since he's been, he's come back from his injury around the All-Star break, he has sort of struggled to find, you know, his rhythm again. But if you can, cause look at, look at the way that the Hawks play. They okay. are really good on the interior defense down low. That's fine. Kelly Olynyk can drag them out. Okay. If he can be hitting shots. But but why but why has he been so good offensively? Who's feeding him? He's not setting up his own shots. Right. I just I just think I just think Evan Turner to me is a must. He 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 needs to be playing well for the Celtics to even have a chance. But I think that when you look talking about an X factor to me, it's somebody that, you know, I, I was torn between I know you guys thought I was going to say Marcus Smart, but I... No, I didn't think that. I did. <laughs> you did? Yeah, I did. I knew that's why you gave me crap when I was about to say... I, I no, disagree. I didn't give you crap. I just was like... No, you gave me that look. I can tell by the look now. But, People can't see the look. I know we're live, but you can't see the look. Anyway. What look? I just... I just I, I'm going to have to do the show with my eyes closed now. No, no, you gave me a look. You, you gave me a look. Yeah. Okay, thank you. We're all agree. I, I couldn't... No, no. You two agree. I don't agree. <laughs> Because you can't see your look. <laughs> you can't see. If you were looking in the mirror, if I was a mirror, okay, I give, anyways, anyways. No, I give the I, same I look when I like fart. Does that mean like you know my look? I mean, I, stumped. I, You've been stumped. I, I don't think I ever seen you fart before, but I mean, go for it, dude. I'll tell you if it's the same look. <laughs> okay, Marcus Smart. <laughs> Marcus <laughs> Smart. Any followers that we did have are officially gone. Yeah, gone. Marcus Smart is 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 uh, defense. That that's that's what I want from Marcus Smart. Defense. So gritty defense steals. You know. Just huge stops in the backcourt. That's what you're going to get out of Marcus Smart, and anything else that you get out of him is a bonus in this season. Well, I'm with you on, I'm with you with that. With Marcus Smart, he needs to play good defense. If he if he's great not defense. playing if he's not playing good defense, uh, great defense, whatever. Yeah, I mean we're going to be in trouble because they have heavy guard play. They do, they do have heavy guard play. But 
I mean, if you're looking at Avery Bradley trying to be your number one shutdown guard, he's been getting in foul trouble lately. He has been. And even in even in last night's game, even in the game before, I mean, you can't you can't rely on him to be your only guy. So in the playoffs it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be absolutely huge for Marcus Smart and Avery Bradley to be able to try to shut down uh, you know, Schroeder and T. I mean it's just that that's gonna be your matchup. So as much as people don't wanna give credit to Marcus Smart being a big part of this playoff run. No, we're not it's not it's not that some people are not giving him credit. I just think that any like Sway said, anything beyond the the rebounding and and the gritty defense is a bonus. Like the night that he went off against the Hawks, right? Which he had a really good game against the that's Hawks. That's fine. That's fine. But what did what did uh Christian Arcan say? He's not going to do that every night. So it's a bonus. Anything he gives you beyond what we just mentioned, right? Which I think is true. But I think you're going to need at least one to two Marcus Smart games where he's a he's one of the top five players on the Celtics team that night or top three players on the Celtics team. I think you're gonna need that because the way when he is on, right? When he is on, when Marcus Smart is playing at his best and he's doing those defensive things, he's doing the rebounding, he's he's hit knocking down some threes, that means your second unit is is outplaying their second okay. unit. Okay. They don't on most nights. They don't need that per se. I think I think in, with this they matchup against se, the Hawks, with this matchup against the Hawks, okay? I think, he, I think he's he's just now, and at least in the last week or so, getting comfortable with doing the little things. I guess I guess I'll put it this way, right? I guess I'll put it this way. We're happy with the way Marcus Smart has been playing of late, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. He can continue that into the postseason. The Celtics will need him to be a positive on the floor. Well, I mean, he needs to be a positive that's player fine. on the yeah. floor. Yeah. As long and as as long as the plus minus is. Great when he's on the floor, right? Which usually, which yeah. tells you that Marcus Smart is affecting the game because yeah. it, I, I'm with you. I'm not telling. I'm not saying he's gonna. Uh, we're getting into the whole Marcus Smart thing again. No. All I'm saying is that, like, <laughs> our listeners will be saying, "How many times are we talk about Marcus Smart?" Like <laughs> three straight episodes. Okay, but I mean, you're going up against. Let's face it. If he does have a game, probably a more talented team, right? If he does, if he does have a night where he he you know goes off from the outside and he's you know double figures in scoring. That could win you a game. That's yes, and that's great. That's a huge, huge. But that's a huge if, exactly. But it's it's huge in the playoffs in a seven-game series. One game, the Leon Poe game, the Brandon Bass game. Those are players that you haven't, you didn't think were going to just take over the game, but they literally took over like you know one and a half quarters, and that was there. They were just fire. That wins you games in the playoffs. So I think you know we're obviously going past, and we're going to get into a lot more. Yeah, this episode. Well, I think right, well, we're, getting, we're getting past the big parts. We're still no, no, no. But, parts, but going back to the X factor question, right? I think Evan Turner provides that 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 spark much more than anybody else on their bench, right? On bench. So I guess I think we're I think what we're saying, just to sort of recap everything, the X factor in this series is the Celtics bench. All right, right. The All Celtics right. bench has to outperform right. any any. Uh, reserves on the Hawks because you got Kelly Olynyk, you got Evan Turner, you have Marcus Smart. Hell, you can even have a, you can a, put Zeller in there. A Zeller you, game is going to probably you can happen. even have you can even have Rozier for like five minutes affect Just the game. Playing a little bit, yeah, see, and I think that's what it is. Now we're, we're sort of, and I'm, I'll, I'll digress on the X factor part, but you're sort of getting back to where the Celtics' strength is: their depth. They've been a deep team all year. People said that's not going to win you games in the playoffs. 
Yeah. The, the answer to that, that is it, does, it has to win you games in the playoffs against yeah. Celtics. No, you're right. But like those, the three guys, the three main guys, Olenek, Smart, and Turner, those are going to be in rotation. That's it. You know what I mean? And I would much rather, I don't know about you, but I, heavy, I know. Heavy minutes. I know that the Hawks probably have an advantage in talent, in top-end talent, when you got Horford, Millsap, and, and Teague. But I would much rather have Olenek, Turner, and Smart coming off my bench than Schroeder, uh, Cephalosha, and, and Scott, I think. Is I mean, I would, I would agree with you if Schroeder doesn't play like a man possessed every right. time he plays the Celtics. But I'm just saying as a whole, I think our, our bench unit is the yeah, X yeah. factor in the series. Well, let's shift, let's shift gears a bit because we talked about the backcourt for about 10 minutes now. We haven't even brought up their, their X factor, their main guy, who I think is going to be the top scorer and, and leading guy for them throughout the entire series. And that's Paul Millsap. I mean, Paul Millsap had a, a career is, night against the Celtics the last time these two, these two faced each other. <laughs> who was going to prevent him from scoring? And how did the Celtics prevent inside scoring? Overall, throughout the entire series, because one thing I took away from that Miami game, regardless of the fact that the Celtics were able to crawl out of that huge hole, was how many points they gave up in the paint. Yes. I mean, the Celtics have to defend the paint. Amir Johnson has to find a way to slow down Paul Millsap. You have Al Horford on the other end. You know, this is, those, those two guys are going to be a problem for this team because they're, they can score in the paint. They can score with their back to the basket. And that those are the type of guys who usually have a field day against the Celtics. Don't you don't you really wish that the Hawks traded us Al Horford now? Oh man, oh, we would be in geez, great shape dude. going into the series with Al Horford. Side. Side. They wouldn't be playing the Hawks. I mean, I'm, I'm just <laughs> yeah, that that I'm would probably saying, be the case too. Looking at it now, you're like, damn, Al Horford's gonna kill us. But you're like, oh, maybe he'll come here next year. But I just feel like the yeah. Celtics don't have like. Almost every team in the playoffs, almost every team in the playoffs has that one guy. Interior presence. Interior presence going to say, okay, this guy can slow that person down. That's Sullinger this for guy us. Can slow. It has to be. It has to be, bro. I, but can he? Can he is the question. Now, if you were to say, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like he, Sullinger plays well against those big, like, you know, down low type guys. When he's forced to be down low, defending those guys. Like, uh, uh, you know, um, like Andre Drummond or um, uh, Timothy Mozgov, those guys that are down low are going to be banging the entire time. Mm-hmm. I feel like Sullinger plays really well against those. The, team, the players that he struggles right, against. Right, you mentioned that last episode. Yeah, is yeah. Al Horford and Paul Millsap. Right. Th- that's, I think, his Achilles heel. So, uh, they have the advantage. Absolutely. In the front court. And they're going to expose that. They're going to try to expose that. But yeah. this all comes back to, I think, Brad Stevens. This is going to be a coaching st- scheme type thing. There's going to be a coaching scheme thing where he, he's going to have to say, okay, we need to either team. It's going to come down to team defense, probably. It's going to be it's going to be team defense. I mean, in the third quarter of that Heat game, that that was the team defense that they've been missing for the past couple of games. That way that they, they they were playing like Hornets, no pun intended. Yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. But I got you. They were playing like swarmed. <laughs> They were swarming yeah. the ball. The and Hornets, they, they're, not, they're not that great defensively in the post. I, no, I got you. I got no, you. but they were they were swarming and they were switching and they were doing everything they're supposed to do as a as a good, you know, a, a defensive team. A team defensive, a team defense is, is huge. And you're not you don't have a guy you can just say okay, like our defenders are guards, right? Right. Yeah, so it, you can put Bradley to... on Teague and say shut him down. Yeah. You could put um, Crowder on Corver and say shut him down. Right. But. Millsap and Horford, that's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. And the Celtics will have to find a way to conquer that 
to defend that if they're going to make it out of the first round. Help defense is going to be a huge uh, factor in the series. Uh, rebounding, of course, which is another thing that I hated about the Miami game. I yeah. hated yeah. how many too many offensive rebounds. Offensive rebounds the the, the Heat were able to to grab, and that's been the, the Achilles heel. That's been the worst. I think if you were talking about stat wise, that's the worst thing. The Celtics do is is defensive rebound. That's the Tristan Thompson effect, man. We still got flashbacks from oh, last year. Oh man, how many we double won. digits and rebounds did, did, did Tristan Thompson have in that opening series last year? And the Celtics haven't improved much since last year. No, and that's the and thing. That, is you bring in department. Johnson, you bring in Amir well, Johnson to try to defend against that, but I I don't know how much that has helped us. Well, I mean, the Celtics overall, their team rebounding has been the best that we've seen. In like ten years, even with the even with the the new big three right. era, right? It's gone. It's gone the better. Big, the big the big three era was never a good rebound. Exactly, team. exactly. They did. They when Doc was like, everybody crash the boards and take off, and everyone would take off, and no one would have a rebound. Right. Like, oh crap! No yeah. one got the rebound. Yeah. The only person but who would stay down there is was Perk. And, and yeah, but in 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 this case, you have Avery Bradley. You have Marcus Smart. You have Isaiah being See, in the right place at the right time. It's like time. what Duke just talked about. It's right. It's guards. We have a bunch yeah. of guards. They're guards. Yeah. It's a guard heavy team. So it's a guard heavy team. And then and then besides Amir Johnson and 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 Jared Salinger, this team overall, they're not an awful rebounding team, but they're not a great rebounding team. Right. They're a lot better than we've seen in years past. I just think Amir Johnson is is important in the series. I mean, he's not like an X factor. He's, he's not a. Be, he needs to be. He needs to play. He needs to play a double double Amir like we talked about. Right, which you've seen flashes of, and, and it's not too long ago that we saw those flashes of, oh, of him was, doing that. Yeah, but that was when they won five in a row. I think this team, the fact that they're going to the playoffs with Amir Johnson as your starter instead of Tyler Zell, Tyler Zeller last year, makes a difference. Definitely, but I think at the same time. You're looking at it and you're saying, you know, okay, what Amir are you going to get? That's the question. That's a huge question. That's a question. Well, so. we'll see what's going to happen. Of course, we'll be there throughout the entire series. We're not going to be in Atlanta, but we'll be uh, uh, doing our podcast throughout the entire series every single week. We might even squeeze a couple in one week if you're lucky. we got a live broadcast schedule for next week. We'll, we'll give you the we'll details be around on the garden. That. We're going to be around the garden, folks. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. We'll get into that for Joel's in case you missed it. Because we're doing big things. We'll give you uh, all the details. Big things covering uh, this playoff uh, series for the between the Celtics and the Hawks. All right. What's your prediction? Let's hear it. For the series? Oh, I, w- I wasn't even ready for that. I'll, I'll make you a go prediction. go first. I got to think about my answer. Celtics in seven. Okay. That, that's easy, though. I was thinking that, but that's easy. No, but it's... Tell me why. It's not. Okay. It's not, though. Because the Celtics will split. This weekend, they will get game one. Everyone's going to get all excited, like, ah, oh, this, uh, this something's going to sweep, and something's going to, you I'll know. I'll be in the building. No, you won't be in the building. I'm talking about game one. Of- no, I'm talking about game one. <laughs> game one in Atlanta. No, game one. They'll take game one. Hawks will take game two. And then they'll just go back and forth the rest of the way. That's, okay. That's my prediction. All right. So, Joel and I were somewhat on the same page, but this is what I think. In terms of how the series is going to break down, I see the Celtics in seven, but I think they're going to lose two in Atlanta, the first two. Oh, jeez! And then go down O two. They're going to go down O two, which is which is going to be tough for the Celtics, but I think they'll bounce back. That game seven, I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a coin flip, but Since I'm going to I'm going to give the favorite to the Celtics in Atlanta, game seven victory. Since 08, when the Celtics go down O two, 
They don't win the series. I mean, the think about it, man. This team hasn't won a playoff series. So you a think playoff game. Both. This team hasn't won a playoff game. Both series. Both games in both Atlanta. Both games in Atlanta. I think they lose both. My man. I think they lose both. Yo, these guys are. They're not playoff battle tested, man. They haven't even won a game. They don't even know what it's like to win a game in the playoffs. Evan Turner, your key guys. Evan Turner, Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder. Which one of them have won a playoff game? None of them. And you're going against guys like. Al Horford, Paul Millsap, these are guys that have been out of the first round at least. I think, I think there was a graphic during the Miami game, if I'm not mistaken. Dwayne Wade, like 154 playoff games, something like that. Right. And the Celtics as a team have like 100, <laughs> like 111. I mean, think about it, guys. And, <laughs> I don't know, something like that. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could yeah, say, well, they sense. have the experience of what, what they went through uh, last year against the Cavs. But it's like, yeah, but they didn't win a game. But let's like, be honest, that's <laughs> that's huge. Yes, that, I was just gonna say, let's be honest. They went on the deep play. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, but they did the exact same thing that the Celtics did against the Cavs. They lost all four games. Okay. So don't you remember? I mean, I mean, don't you remember last year when everyone was saying, "Oh, if we get the Hawks, we got a chance," right? No, a- no. I don't remember that at all. Okay. I think oh, you oh, did. Maybe, maybe mid-season. No, 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 no. I'm saying when, no. We're, when we're looking at when we're, no. we we were like, well, okay, we're going up against Cleveland. Damn, we have no chance of winning this series. But the way oh, the Celtics you're playing talking at the about, end of the year, the way the Celtics playing at the end of the year, Ducha, regardless of the Hawks having the best record in the, in this league last year, was like, nah, I'm they didn't have the best the record Hawks. in the league last yeah, they year. They did, yeah, they did. No, the Warriors did. No, they did not. Warriors won 67 games. Hawks only won 60. No, more than 60 games. No, they won 60. They were a 61 team last year. No, they were over 60. Joel. <laughs> Mr. Fact Checker. Joel. Mr. Fact Checker. No, okay. Either way, though. Regardless, though, 60 win team, and you gave them no credit last year. Well, I gave them no credit because I knew they weren't going to be able to. I knew they weren't going. I, I, I didn't know when it was going to happen, but I knew that they were not going to be able to. Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't give them a chance to go to the finals. I knew they weren't getting out of the East. No, right. I'm just and saying it, overall. You didn't give a chance overall. Forget right. them coming out of the East. Right. I didn't. I I thought that if they got upset in the first round, I wouldn't have been surprised. I just I just think that the I just think that the Hawks. What? <laughs> Dude, you heard me. The You're first right. time ever. Yeah. You're right. The Warriors oh. had 67. The, the Hawks had 60. Ever. Thank you. Thank you. First time it ever. Is, uh, I thought it was closer, but I knew the Warriors won. More. It's playoff time, Joel. Yeah. I ain't fucking around. All right. <laughs> the first I'm time. I'm on my shit. I'm on my shit. The first time ever. No, but guys, let's, let's be honest, man. They're limping into the playoffs. Listen, can listen. We, can we admit that? The they're Celtics? limping into the playoffs. Who are? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. They're limping. I agree. The Hawks are, they're rolling right I agree. You don't think the, heat, don't think the heat were told, hey, by the way, the Hawks lost. Take it easy. They knew that. They, they, they were. The Heat knew that, and the Celtics didn't. Listen, listen, listen. The Hawks are soft. The Hawks are a soft team that will fold under pressure. I guarantee you that. So then why are you predicting they're going seven if they're, if they're so soft? I'm not predicting they're going to go seven. You just said I, I, oh, I was going to predict me. that. Oh, you were going to predict. Oh, okay, so what's your prediction? Yeah, I you said it's easy it. to say seven. So then so then, what's your prediction? You still haven't made a prediction. Celtics in five. All right. Wow. Celtics in five. This, and here's this why. Guy, this guy a week ago was saying that Atlanta was the scariest team, in his opinion, out of for the, the Celtics out of the three. And then the Celtics make a 26-point comeback, and it completely changes uh, Duke's opinion. I was a little low on the Celtics last year. I'm, last week, I was a little depressed about the way they were playing. Looking at it again this morning, I woke up and I said, why am I so worried about the Hawks? Am I really worried about Kyle Korver? Am I really worried about Jeff Teague? Paul Millsap, I'll give it to you. Al Horford, I'll give it to you. 
they're going to be a tough thing to stop. But so I the, think that, so, that I, I think that Brad Stevens will be able to make it so that let let Millsap and Horford let's try to con- control them, but let's absolutely shut down the guards because I think that he sees what we've all seen in the past couple of matchups, and he's seen the fact that Teague and Schroeder should be what we can stop, and we haven't stopped them. So they will be shut down. And I'm going to tell you this. Celtics going to go up 3-0 in the series. 3-0 in the series. Wow. Okay? You really thought this through. I did. 3-0 in the series. They're going to lose the fourth game. They're going to go down to Atlanta and say, what's up? Bye. Go home. I just think the Celtics are a back-against-the-wall type of team. They but are. back against the wall. That's why I think they're going to go down, too. And, they were and better, then they're going to bounce back at home. Other than I mean, I know that we we haven't won in Atlanta since 2014. And I know that. And I said that. But the Celtics are a good road team. They're a really good road team. The Celtics have no answer for Paul Millsap. None. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> okay. So Paul Millsap's now know, gonna I know, win. I know that look. Paul Millsap's now gonna <laughs> get what I just fought, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Millsap Paul Millsap is not gonna win four games on his own. You shit yourself. <laughs> Paul Millsap's not gonna win four games on his own. I mean, I think Paul Millsap there's gonna be a Paul Millsap game. Here or there. We're not but I mean, just, look at, just, look, just, wait, hold on, hold on. We're not, we're not saying that they're going to lose. You're saying that they're going to win in five. They're going to win in five. And this is why. Paul Millsap went for what? 31, 16, five blocks, five three-pointers. How much did the Celtics lose by in that game? They lost by like 10 points, but it wasn't yeah, a 10-point game. It was a close game. Paul Millsap went off and had one of the best statistical games of a power forward ever since the three-point line was invented. No, he did it. Don't say that, man. He did. Two nights, two nights before that, he did the same thing as Cleveland. No. And I'll, and I'll oh. fact-check you on that real quick. No. He had, no. What is it? 60? No. The fact that he had five blocks, five, five three-pointers, more than 15 rebounds, and no more than 30 points. No one's ever done that before. That's fine, but he scored right. so 31 saying, points. Right. So th- I get that. He okay. can score 30 points, which is fine. Right. Isaiah Thomas can score 30 points, too. But all I'm saying is that... He can do what? Score thirty points too. Okay, I didn't understand that. I was points too. Get me excited. I, I, I understood it. I, <laughs> I understood mean, Joel's just trying to see. All I'm gonna say is Celtics in five. I love how he's pointing at me, and so I said the same thing. That it's gonna go seven. No, but I'm getting some <laughs> resistance over here. No, I'm just saying. No, what were you gonna say? No, I'm just saying. I, All I, right, I just, Celtics in five. And I and I and I truthfully think. I don't. I, I think you. I think you talked Mike Gorman this time around. I but truthfully all right. think that. I mean, it's not. It's, it's, it's not, not the cat. It's not the cat. They're soft. The reason why I'm saying this is that <laughs> yeah, I really Gorman think Michael, even Mike Gorman said, you know, something's in six. So you think you think five is going to be is going to be the the case against the, against the Hawks? Yep, We're going to be up three nothing. You're going to talk to me. You're going to talk to us at our live broadcast on Causeway Street, and you're going to be telling me that I'm right. They're going to be up three nothing going for the sweep in Boston. They're probably Wait, not hold on, hold on. For that, for that, it'll be game two though. Game three. I'm sorry. So. Whenever we do it. I don't know whenever we do it. All right, Joel, what did we miss? I wasn't going to curse on this, but fuck both of y'all because. Don't break who was, who was texting me last night? Who was texting me last night during the Kobe Bryant hey, game? I'm not knocking Kobe the Kobe Bryant thing. So I'll then I'm knocking the fact that you, you just don't, don't give a crap about what the Warriors did last I don't, night. It's not that I don't give a crap about it. The I just thought that Kobe. Ever. I just thought Kobe Bryant eclipsed that, in my opinion. I'm not saying that it should have been like top news, but come on. After the Celtics lost, that's the first thing I put on. I already knew the Warriors were going to pull that off. Sure, Everyone but, knew the Warriors were going to pull that off. Sure, but, yeah, but, but I mean. I even said it last episode, and I've never said. But you love Kobe. Listen, listen. <laughs> I've never said. Can I've you never say that said, you love Kobe Listen, on listen, listen, listen to me. Listen to me real quick. This is because you guys like to talk all this crap about how I hate the Warriors. I've never said that, number one. Eh. 
I've Which never said anything. Listen, 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 listen. Right, I've never said I hate the Warriors. I've never said anything negative about Steph Curry. Yeah. I've never said anything negative about those, about that in general. Okay. Ever. Yeah. Let's clear that up. About okay. The, about the Warriors in general? Yeah, about the Warriors in general. I've never said anything negative on this podcast, really. Yeah, you said that you don't care what they do in the regular season. You need to see them win a playoff series, which it so, didn't mean that you're saying something negative about it, that you don't think they can win a playoff series. I didn't say that. You don't think they can make, win another championship? I, I'm saying they're not going to win this year. I'm not saying they can win another championship ever. Well, so that's that, what that would be. That would be negative. That's that not, would, that's that's not I, negative. I would that as you're negative. the same guy that said you wanted, you didn't want Golden State to win it, so that's not negative? I, that's not negative. I don't. I don't. I I think Golden State and I think Steph Curry is the best player in the NBA. You didn't want them to break the record, so that's not negative. I never I'm said. A, I never I'm said I didn't Bulls want them. I never said I didn't want them to break the record. Never want them to break the record. I could care less if they broke the record or not. That's not negative. I don't. I don't think. That's that's not, dude, you just call Curry the best player in the NBA. That's pretty positive. That's a very positive statement. You're not. You're. You're not giving. I like, mean, and I'm not, I don't want you know to say that like, yeah. you have to say, "Oh, Steph Curry's the best player in the NBA." You know, of course, that's a debatable topic. However, I think it's stupid of them to go after the record. Let's be honest, though. Have you, I haven't heard one positive thing about the Warriors the entire season from you. But and, I've and never said anything that, negative either. I know, but I think it's impossible to not say something positive but I bring about it, what this team has done. I this bring it up season. every time they broke a record, you know, and I bring it up in case you missed it because that's with something. With a frown. Yeah, with, a, <laughs> with that frown. <laughs> it's just fucking face. radio. Like, I gotta be fucking happy all the damn time. No one can see me doing that. You I guys know. are just, you guys are just giving me shit. I just think it's incredible. You guys love just giving me shit. I just think it's incredible what they did. That's my opinion. We okay. Are shit. That's good. That's good. Curry. Records are meant to be broken. And that's great. And I said it last episode. They're gonna do it. Yeah. That's awesome for the game. Right. I didn't say like, oh, I can't believe that. All I said was, all I said was, if the Celtics had won in December, and same thing Ducha said, right. we wouldn't be having this conversation. Exactly. So is that negative? No, but this is probably the most positive you've been about the Warriors all year. No, no, that's <laughs> not even that's that's not true. It's, I've been the same. I've been neutral on this on this subject because. Yeah, but why though? But why it's do I have greatest, to get excited just because the ESPN greatest tells me to? It's the greatest team. No, I'm with you. Yeah, not I'm the greatest team. It's the greatest season that we've seen. No, no. It's the no, greatest. What, what, what were you about to say? Let's, it's let's the greatest. Joe Sway talk first. It's the greatest season for a single player, in my opinion, Steph Curry. Yes. That's not even debatable. It's They have the, the best regular season that we've seen in our time. I don't know about you guys. I mean, yeah, we were kids when, when the Bulls did what they did. But in terms of a, a, a team going on the street that they've done and the run that they did, I mean, just the fact that they did the, the the pace that they did it the entire season, I just feel like you didn't say nothing positive about it the whole entire season. Of course, what happened last year I brought plays, it plays up. a role. Like, I brought it up though. I brought it up every single time they right. broke a record. So oh, I, Steph Curry made think... this amount of this amount of three pointers in a certain game. In case you missed it, boom, Steph Curry did that. Do I have to harp on it and go, oh, he's the best three point shooter of all time, like everyone else? No. I, I mean, don't have 400 threes this season. I mean, okay. it, I think I think this this is what this, this is where I'm coming from. This is my 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 what my point is. Steph Curry has been putting on a show all year. I I personally think as a basketball fan, if you're fan, a basketball fan, you have to say it's amazing. You, you have, have to, to you have to sit back and look at it and just be like, holy shit, dude, this guy's fucking amazing. How how is he doing this? I can't believe like that it's shot, safe. the shot to beat the Thunder. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" But I was like, "No, wait. Why am I surprised? I knew that was going in." And we don't even Steph talk about Curry. Steph yeah. Curry, you have to be surprised about. You have to be excited about. You have to, be, you have to look at it and be like, "This is amazing." And but we don't even talk I, about the stats. If I rewind it though, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of feeling what Joel's saying too about the 73 wins. Like, I wasn't even excited when the Bulls did the, did I mean, that. I, I mean, wasn't, a, I wasn't a Bulls fan. I still, I still want them to prove. I still don't think they're a better team than the Bulls. 
No, I, I don't, still I don't because think the so Bulls didn't try to get to seventy two wins. It just happened. The Warriors were trying so hard to get yeah. to seventy three wins, right. and it took them until the last game of the season. Yeah. All right, they, that was their goal. The Bulls didn't try to do that. That was their goal, and you got Popovich sitting there laughing at them, yeah. getting so tired. And I think it was stupid of the Warriors, the team, the Warriors, to go after that goal. I completely agree. And I don't think that everyone should be celebrating the 73 wins, but you still have to look back on the season and say that Steph Curry, and I'm going to say this, Steph Curry probably had one of the top three seasons of all time in the NBA. Okay. I think it's ever, if you ask me. It's well, ever. I think you got to look at, you gotta look at Oscar Robinson when he averaged a triple-double. Okay. I mean, that no one's gonna talk. No one's that ever. ever. No one's. Right. No one's gonna, that's that's the best single season of all time. Okay. And then pick a Jordan season. I don't care. <laughs> one of the Jordan okay, seasons right. is up there. And then Steph Curry's gonna be battling with Jordan to say this is like okay. what Steph Curry did this year was absolutely amazing. All right, let's say top three then. Okay, we'll say top, top three. three. Okay, for a guy who led the, led the league in scoring, leads the league in steals. No one even talks about that. He led the league in steals. Okay, so then he so then, leads the league in and for guards, he leads the league in rebounding. He's no, he six right. one. That's wrong. That's wrong. Sweat. For guards? For guards, that's wrong. Yeah, Westbrook leads. Rewind. Westbrook okay, wait, wait. Was he top three then? My bad. All right. No, top no, no. three. He's, no, it's, like, it's West. He's like, yeah, he's like top. He's lower than that. You I sure about it? I'm pretty Marcus sure. Marcus Smart averages more rebounds. Yo, no, why do you think Marcus Smart averages so much rebounds? Because he doesn't. <laughs> he's not even top ten in the guards. Just guards alone. Marcus Smart is not top ten. <laughs> See, at least I don't do that. I don't just throw things out to prove a point. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm, yo, he's, he's top. Keep going, though. Keep yo, going. He's top keep five. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter about his stats. Regardless, the fact, man. The fact, no, but, even no, if but, you just watch one game no, of but, him all but, year. You, you just, you just brought up, you just brought up a good, uh, an interesting point. You know, make me, turn me into a, 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 a you know, That's into impossible. a fanatic. Like That's you. impossible. No, 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 no. That's never No, happen. because you're just saying, you're just saying, why aren't you doing this? And why aren't you doing that? You're just now kind of bringing up stats. I think. You know I what I mean? Think, Joel, I think, Joel, I think, I think it's, it, this, this is the big thing. It's the eye test. When you watch Steph Curry, I don't, I don't know. But that's just it. All right, all right. I don't, I don't, I don't fall for the eye test that, that simple. That's, that's this way. Simple, listen, though. listen, listen, though, listen, though, listen, though, listen, 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 listen. When LeBron James finally beat the Celtics and won his first championship, that was the first time in his in his career when I was like, okay, this guy is kind of good, right? But be- wait, wait, wait. Listen, listen. That's that- when you realize LeBron James is really good for real. Because I was just like, no, because I I was on this whole like, no, he's not great. You know what I mean? So even when he even when he did that thing against the, the Pistons, that was awesome. That was awesome to watch. That was awesome to watch. I watched that live. Right? And I'm yeah. You see what I mean? Right. But then, then he went to the funk against the Celtics. I understand what you mean. But you knew he was a great player that entire time. Oh. Oh, did I? Why? Why? Because ESPN told me that he's a great player? No, because you just watch. I don't know. I don't know, Joel. I'm with you. I, now, don't get me wrong. I freaking hate ESPN. Okay. So I'm with you on that. And they've been okay. harking on. But okay. you got to give him. But yeah, the, yeah. But hold on. Hold on one second. But he's not the best. He's not the best shooter of all time. Really? The numbers don't prove that. He's not even, he's top 20 in three pointers until he, until he cracks the top 10, then get, get him into the conversation. If you had to pick a shooter for your team, are you taking Ray Allen or Steph Curry? I'm going to take that douchebag over Steph Curry. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm going to take that douchebag over Steph Curry. That. Yeah. What? And I won't even say his name, but I would what? take him well, right now. Ladies right and gentlemen, now. he's talking about Ray Allen. So, right now. So you're, you're drafting a team. Let's say you pick whatever player you want of all time right as now. your first player. You pick whatever player you want of all time as your center. And you're saying, I want a straight shooter. Yeah. You're going to take Ray Allen over Steph yeah. Curry. 
That's he's, insane. He's bro. proven more That's than Steph insane. Curry. That's insane. That's insane. He's proven more than Steph. That, but you're just proving my point. Okay, he's Curry, in the quick, moment the right now. Top ten in rebound. All right, my bad. Okay. <laughs> he's not top five. We're, we're off that. Top ten. <laughs> we're, I know. I'm, I'm fact checking myself. All right. Okay. Thanks, thanks, Mike. All right. But you're pro- you're proving Did my you point. Did you hear what he said? By no, the way, but listen, listen. Yeah, no, but I you're proving you're proving my point. Just because he he's doing amazing things right now, why is he the best of all time? Okay. Automatically. So I guess I guess it's because he's. Top the most threes in one season by a mile. But that's only one season. But, but last it's not year, like, it's same. not like he's just doing this like out of the blue. He's, it's not, it, like, oh. he's been having a great two, three year stretch. I give him that. I give him that. He won the championship last year without going through, without going through a lot of adversity. Come on. Come on. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. The year before, lost to the Clippers. The year before that, lost to San Antonio. Didn't see those two teams last year. They also didn't have like, the team that they had right now. I mean, it's the same exact team. What are you talking about? All they well, did was change coach. Draymond Green. Draymond yeah. Green was on those squads. Yeah, but Come Draymond on. Green wasn't Draymond Green last year, though. Draymond Green was Draymond Green. No, last year, last year he was Draymond Green. The year before no, that, this year he stepped it up. The year before that, he wasn't. He wasn't even close to what he is. Yeah, now. but I'm talking so about last playing, year. David Draymond Green was a much better player than he was last year. But I give you that. They didn't face Antonio. They didn't face Clippers. Okay. All right. So for the same for the same reason for the same reason, and this is just me. I don't say I don't. I'm not saying everyone has to agree with me. I could give two shits. That's this is why I got a microphone. Lone Ranger. What's whatever. This is the same reason, this is the same reason why I'm like, with LeBron, you know, until 2012. Yeah, that's true. Until 2012, Joel, until he Joel. finally beat the Celtics, cause he couldn't beat the Celtics, he had to go Sur- to another surprisingly, team. Surprisingly, Joel had the crown on Kobe. I say surprisingly, sarcastically, obviously, for a long time before he passed to, to LeBron. And I'm, I'm a victim of the same. I, 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 I never, didn't have it that long. By 2000, I want to say probably 11 or 10, I was like, alright, LeBron's the best player. But, right. He had it on the, I had it on Kobe because they were, he was making finals appearances still. 2009, 2010, he was still making it, pushing his team to the finals. He was still the best player of his team, on his team. And Don't let me get me started was, with that dude, but a little bit, and a little bit. And Kobe was facing much, you know, tougher teams to get to the finals as LeBron with was. With shitty players. Yeah, right. With the crap, I mean, minus, minus Pagasol, obviously, but you know, Andrew Bynum and a few other players, you know, Jordan Farmar. Fisher. And, Fisher, a washed up Fisher, <laughs> et cetera. All right, yeah, I give you that. I give you the fact that I was doing the same thing, but I just feel like the the, like the, the, the season that he's having this year, man, it's just it's unbelievable. Man. But the, the team, best season we've seen in over fifteen. The years, team as a whole, the team as a whole. If Steph Curry doesn't play a game or two, they're not losing too much because that team is great. I'm not gonna say sit here and say that they're not. That team is great. They're starting five, one Wait, through so five. You, think you take Curry off that team, they're not losing too much. No, I'm. They're, I'm just. They're not. This. If they can, they can survive Joel, a game or two I, without. I'm going to ask you something. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I they can survive. So. They can survive a game. He's they, the most viable player in the NBA. You can't but, deny that. But look He's at the most viable at, player in the NBA. But look at the finals. He didn't show up for until game three. True. Game and half, not even okay. a quarter of game three. So he had a bad final. So that's what this stems from. No, no. But in that's, a six-game series where they beat the Cavs three just, games in a row, Joel, he showed I, up eventually. I want to ask you this question. Eventually, who was the MVP of that series? Not him. What can Steph Curry do to prove to you? Win a championship against San Antonio this year. This year, well, you can't win a championship against. I don't know. I mean, well, beat <laughs> go to no, San Antonio and win the championship. Beat San Antonio and, and win the championship. No, no, fuck it. I don't care who comes out the East. Beat San Antonio what if, what if, on his way to a title. What if, the same way LeBron beat the Celtics on his way to his first. What title. if Cleveland loses? Are you going to put an asterisk on his title that he beat the Spurs but then went against? What are you talking about? What if What if Cleveland doesn't make it to the finals? Are you going to give him any type of credit if he? Beats I don't him? care about Cleveland because he already beat Cleveland. It's, it's the Spurs. Spurs. Okay, so he has to get. It's the Spurs. He did. He's West never gone through the Spurs. So what if he goes through the Spurs in the Western Conference Finals and then has a bad Finals? Game? Dude, 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 it's the same. Listen, listen, it's the same reason. It's the same reason that you don't talk about it on the air. 
You've talked about it with Stu. Shout out to Stu. What's good? <laughs> What's what up, up Stu? <laughs> you don't you don't think you don't think that they, the Warriors have gone through a lot a, enough adversity? Yes or no? No, I, I I'm, I'm I'm they're not humble. Right. right. Let, let me throw this out there because I want I want this to be on the record though. If they do beat the Spurs, I w- I told you this. I told you this at the beginning of the season when we were making our predictions. Been solid on that. I mean, yeah. like, I've been pretty so no, I, I, know, I, haven't, I haven't I haven't lied. I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, this, I, my, I my opinion would this, have changed by I now. I want to throw this out there because I want it to be on record. If they beat the Spurs and they get if to the finals, if they beat the Spurs, go to the finals, and they fucking win it. Because I can see Joel being like, and they oh, win well, it. now he's got to. Well, I would have told you, Kevin Love. Listen, now listen, listen. I, I would have told you that last year, but we didn't do a, uh, uh, an episode after the finals. Now, I told you that. Let me. If you listen to the the first one before game one, I said when, I, when we made our prediction, I said, "Yo, I think the Cavs are gonna win this in seven. And you're like, "Oh, you're such a hater of the thing. I knew you were gonna go with it. the first time you're going with LeBron. It's not that I was going with LeBron. I thought LeBron was on a mission last year. Okay. Apparently he kind of, <laughs> he kind of is this year, but like, I really don't care at this point because LeBron. when he won his first title, he could have done that in Cleveland. I, 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 I wholeheartedly believe he could have done what he did in Miami in Cleveland, but what's done is done. I could, I could care less. My, my LeBron. validation with LeBron was that game six in Boston in 2012 on his way to his first time championship. I, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to. Look at any more stuff that he's gonna do. Greatest game he ever played. That's the greatest game he's ever played. He'll never top that game, no matter how long he plays. Okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Why are you gonna bring it up, man? No, but (laughs) it's tough. I'm tough. I'm as a Celtics fan. I'll never forget that game because we we all went into that series. It's tough. We we were like, man, we got no chance. But that's what I'm saying. But that's but that's why in today's Uh, NBA, that's why in today's NBA, there is no rivalries. They don't exist anymore. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is this. Call me, call me old fashioned. I don't care. To get back on the Steph Curry train. Go ahead. This is this is what I'm going to say. Just sort of put it to bed. Who are we? Last do we have, how many followers, followers we got going? I don't know. I put my iPad down. I, I was <laughs> this listening. is this is good shit. Um, last word. Steph Curry you, this you year. Will all, all I'm looking for, Joel. All I'm looking for Bing. is a little bit of acknowledgement of the fact that wait wait, wait oh, I didn't even finish. You go to answer, man. <laughs> all I'm looking for is a little bit of acknowledgement that Steph Curry has had a absolutely Amazing year. Yes or no? He's MVP. But why do I gotta be like, oh my god, Steph Curry, I wanna suck your balls right now. You are the MVP. I love you, Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah. I right love there. you, Steph Curry. Right oh, 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 oh. <laughs> because tell why? me tell me a greater performance than he did this week. Why? Tell me though? one guy who did a greater performance. Why though? Was I a yes know. or no? I didn't need all right. that. Why do I have to? But why? Yes no. Why? But that speaks for itself. That speaks for itself. That's a but why though? But why though? That's a that's a here's my number. Call me later. But but why? Why do I gotta suck off? Him because the rest of the way the rest of the nation no one, is. No one's ever. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting text messages for for a casual basketball fan like no one's gonna beat Golden State. For the record, Shut the hell up, watch basketball, and the then record, come talk to no me. No one asked you to suck them off. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You know. I'm, I don't want to, okay, and I good. won't. Clear the air. Anyways, what else did we miss, Joel? Well, well, well I, never, I never got into what we missed. <laughs> Actually, oh. we just kind of, kind of just. Well, that was one thing. Got on this. In case you missed it. Oh. We just kind of under a rock if you if you missed the uh, what, what Golden State finished, what, what kind of season they just finished off. My whole thing, my whole thing was that I knew they were going to pull that off. So why why watch it? <laughs> Joel's when, mad when, when they, they when won. They, they, when they, they won the Spurs. They won the game. They right. won the game at halftime. So why why am I going to watch that when you got one of the greatest players of all time going for sixty when no one knew that was going to happen? Check this out, right? In oh, case you missed go. it. Here we go. In case you missed it, right? Let me, later, clear, let me let me clear the air again about. 
Um, yeah, please do my, because Adam my, loves my to quotation, my quotation fingers. Go ahead uh, first. You go first. My, hold on. My quotation fingers of fucking, oh, you love Kobe so much. Look, the man represents an era that will never be duplicated in, in basketball. Okay. So I saw his 81 point game. They repeated it before, like in the middle of the day on NBA TV. I'm watching that game and I'm like, yo, Kobe might go for like 40 tonight. And I'm watching the game after the Celtics. I'm, I'm pissed. I'm pissed as I'm watching, as I'm watching the beginning of the Lakers game because I'm still mad about the Celtics winning and then having to fall to fifth. I'm watching the first quarter and the end, the first quarter ends and Kobe has like 18 points. I'm like, try oh, not, try not to cry, Joel. It's a quiet, whatever. <laughs> it's a quiet 18 points. By the middle of uh, by the middle of the third quarter, right. when he hits thirty two, I'm like, and, and the game's out of reach. I mean, the game's not out of reach, but it, Utah had a, like a 10, 12 point lead the whole almost the entire game, almost the entire game. Utah needed to win that game too. He's, he scores. No, they didn't because they knew they were out of, they were out of the race before before the game was started. But they were still playing the hard time. But yeah, go ahead, Joel. He scores. Yeah, keep, keep going. He takes he takes a couple of it takes a couple of his classic Kobe shots, drives to the lane a few times, little vintage Kobe, thirty two points, and I'm like, oh. This 40 point thing might be reality. Thinking that, you know, Utah's going to win the game. They're going to pull Kobe out early. You know, everyone's going to give him a stand ovation, yada, yada, yada. The next 20 points are like a blur to me because the man was going off and it's not like, and it's not like I was sitting there just going, Oh, go Lakers, you know, go win the game. I'm like, F the Lakers. You just observe it. Kobe, yeah. this is, this is a moment that like no one, no one saw it coming. Even even the most even the biggest haters of Kobe could be like, oh, he thought the night was all about him, anyways, mm-hmm. or he was gonna he was gonna go for another eighty point performance, whatever the case may be. He should have. That would have been insane. So he, when he gets when he gets to the fifties, I'm definitely like, all right, they're gonna pull him out because they're still losing by ten. When he hits the fifty, he was like at fifty two points. Yeah. And then and then your boy, uh, I'm sort of falling asleep. Your boy, then your boy. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not, man. You go. Then your boy, Russell, D'Angelo Russell, makes a couple of plays. <laughs> D Russ. He's like, this is my time to shine. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Clarkson makes a couple of plays. He's like, everybody gonna forget about that snitching shit after I can <laughs> drop a couple, of, couple of these dimes for Kobe. And then the game is six points. And then Kobe takes over the rest of the way. He Insane. takes over the rest of the way. Insane. So, you know, call me pessimistic. Call me a hater of the Warriors, but why would I want to switch from that? No, I don't blame you, man. To the Warriors, yo. I mean, let's let's not get it twisted, all right? It's not like while that's going on, I'm sitting here with my pom poms and my fucking you know Steph Curry uniform watching the Warriors. No, I was I was with you, man. I mean, I wasn't literally with you, but I, I was watching the Lakers. I, was I watching went the game to bed after the Celtics game. Yeah, guys. I can't believe you missed this whole night. Shame on you because I thought you were a basketball fan. You just missed one of the great. Do I gotta say it again? Yeah, you the greatest you do. Say it again. NBA regular season night of all time. Would it have been the greatest night, night of you all missed time? It. Would it have been the greatest night of all time if the Celtics didn't make that comeback? Though? That's an appetizer compared to what happened last night. Yeah. And I'll take I love that. myself. Yeah. Diehard appetizers. As growing up as a diehard Celtics fan, I'll I wouldn't want it any other way because what happened last night I, was I, historic. I, I actually wish that Houston lost so that Utah would have had a chance to make the postseason. For that game. See, we're, we're so passionate here on Causeway Street that just Sway right, just, Sway just dropped his mic. <laughs> no, no, okay. Right, no, what, what, what the wanna, hell was that, Sway? What I want to say real quick, guys. Alright, listen. Last night was obviously historic for a number of reasons, but the fact that Kobe Bryant went out there 
and drop 60 points on such an emotional night for, of course, 37-year-old. The most obvious reason. Okay, 37-year-old, the last time you're going to put on that uniform, the last time you're going to walk through that tunnel, the entire arena is focused on you. And you... His teammates are telling him to shoot the ball. You had the balls to drop 60. This is what pisses me off the most about what people have been saying today, especially around the Boston media. I mean, people are so cynical when it comes to Kobe Bryant and, and what he was able to do. They just don't want to admit it. respect the fact that the guy mm. dropped 60 on the last very game, his very last game, at the age I would, of 37. I would respect When's the it. last time someone at 37 dropped 60 points? Oh, Tell yeah. me. I'll yeah. wait. Yeah, it's awesome. But, I mean, he also took 50 fucking shots. Okay. Yeah, but that's about, 45% many, shooting. How many did he make? He um, shot damn near 40%. People make it No, no, like, more than that. He shot 45%. I mean, excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I meant to say 50. He shot damn near 50%. I mean, I can't even do that in the gym with nobody. I mean, not me, but like more, NBA guys can't even. Don't sell, your, don't sell yourself short, sorry. That's How hard for NBA right? guys to okay. do that in the gym yes. alone. All right, all right. Reggie right. Miller said it himself yes. last night. Okay, yes. If you're if you're and if you're scoring the ball without just jacking up jump shots, which that's exactly what he was doing. Last I know, night. but well, you're going to get to the free throw line. You're not going to have to take 50 shots yeah, to get to 60 points. He no, was just he, jacking up jumping. They gave him the green light to do it. Right. They gave him the green light. Obviously, they have nothing to play for. But you know who else gave him the green light to? Was everybody there that was just like, oh, my God, you shot a ball. Get it went in. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Oh, I yeah. that. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. 50 shots to get okay. 60 points is ridiculous. 50 shots to get 80 points? Fine. 50 shots. He scored 60 points. Okay, okay. <laughs> let me Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Somebody when's the last time? Joel asked a good question last night. When's the last time you see someone drop 60 points? I've never seen live. I've never seen somebody drop. I wasn't old enough to watch Larry Bird do the, what he did in New York. The last time Kobe Bryant shot. It was a goddamn the, listen, expedition. The last time Kobe Bryant scored. Game. Scored. <laughs> expedition game. <laughs> exhibition game. The last time Kobe Bryant scored 60 it was points. The Kobe was, in, Showcase. was in 2009. This was as good as he can get at 37 without anyone playing real defense. And then Real defense. The ball. Utah was winning the game the entire time. That's they another two. They didn't won the game. <laughs> okay, okay. Anyways, I'm, okay. I'm gonna digress because what I'm gonna say All is right, gonna be. I, I just, I just think that it was a, it was a, it was a exhibition game. It was the Kobe. Kobe's gonna do everything. We're gonna let Kobe shoot. He's been, you know, you and, and, and you know, you know what, you know what, you gotta watch it, bro. I, I don't, I don't. I've seen enough of it today. I've watched like, like three quarters of it probably with the amount of times that Kobe was shooting the damn ball. I watched every freaking shot that he took. So that's like three quarters of the damn game. Right. I probably already watched. Anyways, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is this. Kobe Bryant, great player. Last night, whatever. I don't know. It's not a big deal to me. It's him putting 60 up. I woke up this morning. I will tell you this. I woke up this morning and I opened up. I looked and, and I said. You sound like the Boston radio station. I've been I, now listen to me. Listen to me. I opened up. I, 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 I woke up this morning and I said, Kobe went off for fucking 60? I said, holy shit. Like that, that is. Legit, like le- legitimately, like sixty points in the last game. I said, you know what? That's awesome. Then I looked at it, and he had fifty shots, and I said, uh, okay, but that's a little weird. Then it was like, I don't, I don't know, like, <laughs> and then weird. then I watched, weird. then I watched it, and it was like, it wasn't like he was like taking over the game. He it t- seemed, it seemed, it wasn't like he took over the game. When you're watching a game and it's highly contested, and let's say, let's say. Uh, let's even just say like a great matchup where there's back and forth, back and forth. You got two people trying to take over the game. You can tell when they're just feeling it. They're feeling it to the point where they know that shot's going in. Kobe just had enough shots to get 60 points. Okay, 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 okay. No, no, no. Let me, no, let me no, get no, hold on, hold on, hold on. In the last three minutes of that game, he scored 15 points. Good. Okay? 15 straight points. Right. He had 45 points. They could have... 
they could have taken him out of the game, and he was. And, and Why would they take him out of the game on his last game? No, what I'm saying, but they could have taken him out because Obviously they could have been, been. But the game was the game was it was in double digits. They were losing by 12 they were points. Down yeah, by but 12. the Lakers give one fuck about that. They just say. Everyone's here to see Kobe when he put Kobe yeah, but in the it's game. the same reason why they took out Michael Jordan in his last game as a wizard. They were down by 12. It was like two minutes left. And they were like, you know what? Let's just get him out. Everyone get their applause in Philly. Yeah. Unfortunately, he wasn't at home. It wasn't at home. Right. That's the thing, bro. You're not going to have yeah, you're like, not gonna have Jordan go up and be like, hey, everybody. Thanks for watching me play my entire career. Like, he didn't play his entire career. All right, let me ask you this. All right. Because he retired three times. Okay. Right. Let, let, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, that that also has something to do with that as well. Like you said, right? He got the green light. You know, Lakers were setting him up for his shots. But you don't think everyone in that arena knew who's going to take the shot? The Utah Jazz knew he was going to take the shot. They were double teaming him. Triple they were, teaming him. At they times. were triple teaming him at because they were like, okay, he's going to take the shot. And he was making these freaking threes in front that of That he them. hasn't made all year. Gordon Hayward <laughs> was playing his heart out, being like, I'm going to fucking screw this dude's night up. And it just wasn't working, man. They were working hard. Kobe's a great player. Last night was. What a, to me, it was just. That's one of the I'm greatest sorry. things I've ever seen in a basketball court. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, By one what? guy, that's one of the greatest things I've ever seen in a basketball court. That's 15 what, points in three minutes. And that's exactly what Sway texted me. We were mute. Check my Twitter. Up Shit. until, we were mute up until like halfway through the fourth when this dude was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen on the basketball court. And I said, there, I agree. There's a lot of great things that I've seen on the basketball court. Kobe putting up 60 in an exposition. Ex- oh, I can't say exposition. <laughs> <laughs> exhibition Damn. Kobe putting up 60 in an exhibition game. Not one of them. I just think when you not have one of them. so then the, so then the war so then when the it, warriors like thirty thousand guys or whoever it was how many people were in that arena when every single body, when every single person in that arena knows who's going to take the shot who's going to make the play and he still doesn't including the Utah Jazz right in their faces man on your last game when it's just the most emotional game he's ever played to drop hmm. sixty points like that come on so then give so, him credit. so then when the warrior when the warriors beat the Memphis Grizzlies that game didn't mean anything. Did it to to Memphis? Then Memphis was still going to I mean, secure that, the, that game. Symbolized what they I mean, did for Memphis, the entire season. Memphis, Memphis, I think had a little bit to play for because oh, when, they, oh, when, they they almost beat them about two games ago. Well, oh, the four times that they played against the Lakers, that's an exhibition game. But oh, because Steph Curry had twelve three pointers, that's more important. There was no exhibition game when the Warriors have been playing because they've been playing to win every single damn game. If the Lakers had lost that game, but Kobe put up sixty points. It would have been the same damn thing. No one cared about who won that game. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's an exhibition game to me when no one cares who wins. You can showcase Kobe Bryant all you want, but at the same time, if you're going to try to compare it to Warriors last night, no, if the Warriors lost that game, that's not – the Warriors were trying to win that game. Balls to the wall. Even Steph, even Steph Curry cut his, his press conference short just to give this dude a chance to, you know, because they, were, they, had, the same, they had the press conference on at the same time. So, I mean, it's whatever. I mean, we're never going to agree on this. I think that last night was whatever to me for Kobe Bryant. Wow. Okay. Too right. much Felger Mass. <laughs> I actually didn't listen to any Felger Mass today. So well, over, overall. He's saying overall. Overall. Boston overall. Media is just, I don't understand. Yeah. It's hey, I've been killing Kobe way before Boston Media. Did he have to drop Kobe? 100 points last night for people to appreciate what he did last night? Like, I feel like he had to. If he did, I would have appreciated it. <laughs> oh, dude, sixty points. The no, man's he thirty-seven pre- years he, old. He appreciated twenty years in the league. He appreciated it for five seconds. I point. did. You, I told you the story. I appreciate it when I said, "Oh shit, Kobe dropped." If Paul 60 Pierce dropped sixty points in two years or next year, whenever the heck he hangs it up, Paul, don't even try be, to compare that shit. Be a sad day. Yes, you, you're not gonna lose your shit. I would lose my absolute shit if he dropped twenty points in his not last game. Not because you're a fan, but just for the no, just because it. I'm a fan of Paul Pierce. I, I can't, I can't put them on the same level. 
I know, mm-hmm. but I'm saying, like, whether you're a Celtics fan, if you're a basketball fan in general, man, that's amazing. If you're a basketball that's fan, amazing. I looked at it, and like I said, great, great, great. But, I mean, I'm sorry, and I think it's just because I, I've been talking to you guys today. Like, I don't <laughs> think it's the best fucking thing ever. I, I but, you have it, but we haven't been talking about this today. We haven't been talking about this today. Okay. Until now. No, Ser- seriously. I'm sorry, Joel. When you tweeted today, oh, I'll remember when I was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, get the fuck out of here. But that's dude. not talking about it. I'm just tweeting I'm out. Just saying, I'm just tweeting something I'm out. I'm just saying. Well, we're going to disagree on this. Well. Anyways, what else we missed? Well, I'm going to finish, the, I'm a, I'm a finish the quote to, just to wrap this up. That's the uh, longest in case yeah, you missed it. That's, you know, just to finish up, just to finish Those this, this little conversation. This little conversation right episode. here. Yeah. You know, when people ask me where I was when the Warriors broke, when the Warriors won 73 games. I'm going to be like, huh, I was watching Kobe drop 61 points in his final game as a 60. 60, you're right. My bad. 60, my bad. You know what's funny, though? Oh, now we're just adding points. I got excited. I got excited. Older, I got excited. Huh? I got excited. I got excited. Now we're just adding points. Joel's like, he dropped 72. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. He dropped 81. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the game I watched earlier. After all the NBA draft. After all the NBA draft, he'd be like, Kobe. yo, that 80-point performance by Kobe, though. Yo, Kobe had a chance to even go further than 60. His last play, grabs a rebound. Dishes it off. His very last play was an assist. I saw a great Clarkson. meme today. Very last point. Very last meme. play was an assist. A great meme. That's keep it at sixty. It's good. It's like Kobe Bryant with the most uh, like astonished face, like grasping the ball. If he won a championship, and it says Kobe finished his his career with an assist, and he's like, ah, that is the funniest <laughs> thing I've seen. Out well, right, guys, in case, for, okay, go ahead. No, problem. go ahead, go ahead. No, it's funny because he doesn't pass. In case you in case you missed it, Kobe. 60 points, the most out of anybody who's been playing their last NBA game. And you know, you know the person, you know the player he beat? Tell us, the Joel. Last game? Jordan Crawford, old friend Jordan Crawford, 41 points. Oh, very cool. The last time he was in the NBA. Yeah. The Warriors. And before that, oh. Eddie House. Oh. 35 oh. points. Former Celtics. There you go. Hey, that's how you tie it back into it's the Cosmo Street so, podcast right there. Some nuggets there, former, former Celtics buddies. There you go. In case you missed it. Um, no, for real though, we're gonna be down at Causeway Street, Hell literally on yeah. Causeway Street, and literally at Causeway Street Bar Grill, <laughs> literally for Game Three, Friday night. Or game, or game. No, game, game, three, game, three, game, game three, Game Three, Game Three. No, first things first, game man. Three. Game Three. <laughs> Come on, Game Three. No, we'll we'll be we'll be down there. Game time is eight o'clock, but we'll, I think we'll be down there like five ish. Absolutely, eight. We're gonna be there. I think five, what starting five, to record five. at five. Five, five. So five. check us out at the Causeway Street Bar and Grill. Literally on Causeway Street. It's literally on Causeway Street. If you go, if it's in front of the federal go, building. Yes, if you go, if you're at the Garden and you walk straight across the street and you take a right, it's the last bar before you leave the bar area. Shout out to Tim. We had a great conversation with him. He's pumped to have us. Uh, didn't ask for your last name, Tim. Sorry about that. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're also gonna have. You're saying that my phone is Tim Causeway. So we're also gonna a, have a lot of good giveaways too. That's I, who's and, excited and, to have us. I've been to the Causeway. He's street a manager at the before. restaurant. I've been to the Causeway Street Bar and Grill before. Me too. It's a nice little spot. Don't come in there wearing your ripped jeans and everything, boys. Oh, yeah. You better come Dressed in there to impress. just with your Celtics gear on, ready to go, ready to be amped up, and come by, stop by, and say to us, you know, don't wear Kobe jerseys because they're not going to be let in. There was actually Kobe jerseys at the Celtics game, too. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, all right. That's a little. Anyways. I mean, no. Don't. I, I, I respect guys, the man, is, but it was kind of weird to wear a Kobe jersey at a Celtics game. I was like, Kobe, Kobe's not here. This is big, though. <laughs> this is big, though. That's big. Our first live, our first live performance. It's huge. Cool. It's huge, guys. So uh, we'll keep you updated, of course, throughout the week. Just Check lost, out Twitter. Uh, wait, lost, wait, Joel. I just lost ten years off my life, but uh, uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Causeway Street. Like us on Facebook, backslash Causeway Street Blog. 
exclusive content going on, guys. So we're going to be keeping you up to date with everything that's going on with the Celtics in this uh, this first round series against the Hawks. And subscribe to iTunes. We're on iTunes, if you didn't know. In case you missed it, we're also on iTunes. Yeah. Along with SoundCloud. So follow us on SoundCloud. Subscribe, subscribe on, on iTunes. iTunes. And then listen to it at the same time in each ear. Yeah. Also, shout out to That'd our boys kind of at the Into the Open Field. They've been doing their thing over there. Great Kobe piece up there. Great piece. If you like, if you like Joel and you love him to death, even if you don't, check even it out. Even if you don't, he does. He does throw a little spin in there. I got a chance to check out that article on my way to the Celtics game last night, and it was uh, it was a great read. Yeah, it's a good so read. Shout and, out, shout and, out yeah, to Mike, him. Mike over there at uh, Into the Open Field is doing big things. Him and his whole crew over there. They're putting out and check us out on their website. On, we, they post us on their website. That's how much they love us. That's what's up, man. Big shout out. Thank you. Yeah, we're gonna. Um, we're gonna preview the the playoffs too on the on the website, right? Cosmicblog.com. Big some point. yes, yes. We'll preview There's the uh, be... first round, the NBA playoffs. We'll uh, break down the brackets and uh, we'll give you all of our insight and in, and who's going to win what with which awards series. and whatnot as well. And keep it keep it locked in on www.causewaystreetblog.com because this playoff season is going to be nothing like you've ever seen before from Causewaystreetblog.com. That's it's right. going to be the biggest, the baddest. Five game opening series you've ever seen. <laughs> uh, we're gonna give you the the best coverage possible, and you know, uh, for those that have been loyal followers and listeners from the beginning, we appreciate you. And for all the new new listeners and followers, welcome. We because, come a long way because you you guys have have chosen the best Celtics <laughs> blog slash podcast. What I like to say is the only. There you go. The only. There you go. Celtics blog and podcast for there the true. Celtics fan. There you go. Shout out CSN. What's good? Great preview, guys. Great playoff preview show. I loved it. This was fun. Shout out to Chris Villani. The bro. villain. Oh, yeah. Big shout out to Why Chris Villani. Why does he go by the villain? I feel like he'd be... Chris the villain? Chris the villain Villani. Man, that's Damn. somebody I would love to have in in this debate. That was that was, that was great between the three of us, man. That was great. Yeah, everybody tuning in live, man. We appreciate it. It's the first time we've gone live. At so, Causeway Street. Because we'll be doing this every single episode from here on out. So we appreciate it, guys. Peace. Later.